nice to take these times when we gather together in the room. And even without needing to look around, just that sense of support we feel in community. And of course, the larger community that is supporting us and being here. That perception of support, bringing that perception to mind is a kind of medicine we wanna use when it's helpful. We're not alone. Countless folks before us, some with very challenging circumstances, they walk this path, they settled their body and their heart and mind and they looked and opened, learned how to be curious and stable and Basically letting the mind, the activity of mind, letting nature reveal itself to support the deepening of insight. So at different times you might find it helpful to take a couple minutes and of course this involves some thinking, this involves the imagination to some degree, but it's also true that we're not alone. These teachings from the Buddha, it's really the lineage of human common sense, human wisdom, human understanding, hard earned. And now we're joining in, renewing this understanding in our own heart, in our own mind and body, here and now. And in doing the practice, we support all the others who are here. So that we can do. Doesn't mean it's pretty or always settled. But what we can all do here is we can keep planting seeds that support ourselves and support others and I think support the whole world. And we can draw on that goodness May this goodness continue, increase, and never end. So however stormy our practice might be at various times during our retreats, We can always place our practice in that context of 
following in the footsteps of the Buddha and all the wise practitioners before us, grateful, but also realizing now it's my turn to do the best I can. And all we're responsible for is in this moment, planting some wholesome seeds, as best we can, avoiding planting seeds that aren't so wholesome, reinforcing habits that don't help, don't help ourselves, don't help others. And in this way, keeping it really simple. And even in the short time now, listening to me, sitting together, really countless ways to be planting good seeds. For example, just having a kind relationship to the sitting body. I remember some of you might know of Ajahn Amaro, wonderful teacher. I got to know him in the 90s when he was more involved at Spirit Rock. He's now the abbot at Amaravati in England, but he used to live in California at Abayagiri Monastery, north of San Francisco. And he had a really simple way of giving instructions sometimes. It went something like this. Just allow the body to find its natural ease as best you can. And a little later he'd say, and now allow the mind, the heart, to find its natural ease as best it can. And then the final instruction is, Now just stay alert to whatever it is that might arise to disturb the natural ease of the body and mind. These little and not so little storms, disturbances, subtle movements of anxiety in the heart, whatever it might be, they are our teachers. And of course, they're not always pleasant, maybe most often not pleasant, 
That's such a useful way to move through the day, formal practice, practicing during transitions. The heart is naturally curious about any well-being. And then curious, just adding the second curiosity of what's in the way what apparently is in the way of well-being, of ease. Well, this is interesting. Can I be close? This disturbance, this storm, this subtle anxiety is here and now. It's something, an experience being known being felt. Is it safe to relax? Let me see. To soften? Is it safe enough to allow whatever this is to reveal itself, to express itself as sensation, as vibration, as thought? whatever it is, allowing it to move. And of course, there will be moments during the day where it won't feel safe (coughs) to be close to whatever it is that's showed up. But then we can just ask, well, what can the heart open to now, where there is enough safety, where the heart's willing actually to be present, to connect and sustain awareness. So even though that experience the mind turns to might not be the predominant experience, we can go take a walk or make a cup of tea and sit in the dining hall and just sense the activity coming and going. And that might be quite suitable. The heart might be willing to be intimate with that activity, seeing what's arising, seeing what's passing away. And at the real heart of working with disturbances or what seems to be in the way of a natural ease is this willingness to be interested in the underlying feeling tone. What's the feeling here? Most of you know this. This is so central to wise practice, but it's worth repeating. When the mind feels like it's caught, when there is the appearance of suffering, stress, my practice isn't going well, as best we can, relax, 
energetically we step back. First step is just to acknowledge that this moment is challenging, that it's difficult, that the mind isn't perfectly clear. And you can even verbalize it, this is hard. It feels like this. And that essential Dharma move is to be curious about the underlying feeling tone. What's the feeling here? What's the underlying feeling here? Is it safe to be feeling what's here to be felt? The only agenda is to be close, to be real. And of course, we might not always be able to practice that way. But then, as I mentioned, we just ask, well, what can the heart turn toward and be intimate with? We might do metta practice. We might take a walk. time, usually years of practice, we come to realize that as unpleasant as the underlying feeling can be, and remember this could be sometimes very subtle, the underlying feeling tone, the yuckiness, the uneasiness, or whatever the flavor of it is. We come to realize that Feeling tones are much more ephemeral than the mind, the not-so-wise mind imagines. And we discover over and over and over and over that feeling tones arise and They persist and then they pass away and they change. Something else comes. We don't need to spend this life running from unpleasant feeling tone and trying to hold on to the pleasant feeling tones. becomes clearer and clearer. This is not the way, being pushed around by what the particular feeling is in a moment. It's just this feeling here being felt. Can this be okay? Just to feel, to notice that feeling is a river, it's moving. It's always in motion, becoming whatever's next. Do I need to be afraid or tight with this strong or subtle feeling? And just explore. There's no way as a human avoiding 
this exposure to the river of feeling. It's just part of the territory of being human. But we can radically transform how the mind understands feeling. And that's really our job. So we'll just settle into the silence now. (laughs) 